Hi, this is Kiki. I haven't done a podcast in a long time. So guess what? We have a lot of information, a lot of new stuff. First, I'm going to be brutally honest because it's one of those I don't care what anybody think moments where you just don't care because you're fed up. And some people say, well, just keep it to yourself or don't vent it out. Uh, Don't say it. The truth can never cause pain where you need to fix something. For instance, if it needs to be fixed, say it. Let the truth say it. Make it sound stupid if you have to, but as long as it's out, as long as you express yourself, as long as you are saying it. For instance, I feel like there's a lot of pick-me women right now at this moment that are doing sneaky behind-the-scenes things that think no one can see them. They get outed sometimes and shown that they're doing certain things. I have come across certain exes like ex-partners that try to body shame you or create a problem with your lifestyle so that you can um, be considered less than in their eyes. Um, That's their problem. I don't care about all that stuff. To me, that is mediocre compared to what is really meaningful. For instance, when I break up with somebody or we go through these phases in life where we have to let go of the closest people to us, let them go. If that person feels like they want to be fake in your face and say, oh, no, it's fine. Let's go our separate ways. And then behind your back, they're conjuring up spirits and uh, putting out spell work against you. Um, The girl they're with is super insecure. So she's attacking you in secret. And then you carry your crazy energy over to me. You bring all that hell bound energy to me to talk to me and I can feel it. Instantly, when you approach me, I can feel you're dragging like a lot, a mountain of problems. We all do. Now, this is the difference. When you do that and you get an attitude because the person don't want to take in that energy because they could have just left that energy. They could have already uh, conquered their version of it. And then you're forcing because you're mad that they don't want to interact with that energy. It's almost like a bully tactic. You're sitting there saying, you must deal with me. You have to listen to me. You have to digest this energy because I want you to, because I selfishly want you. So we're not thinking of those things. We're not taking that into an account. So I'm starting with that. I have been in this dating scene and it is weird. I haven't really dated anybody, just more in a talking phase because I can't seem to get out of the talking phase because most of the people that I'm talking to seem like bots, AIs, crazy, mentally damaged, um, just a whirlwind of a lot of things. And we're all going through it. There's not one person that can say that there's a thing called normal. See, like, I don't see it. I see people that have a lot of money and they're comfortable, but it doesn't mean they're mentally stable. I see a lot of people that are uh, doing things at a higher level that are smiling and they're holding hands, but they have their troubles too. They go through their own problems in their own way. No one is without balance. No one is without good and bad. So you have to remember that when you're going through your challenges in life and you're thinking you're going to force somebody else to deal with that with you instead of just 
becoming a warrior and just doing it for yourself. That's one topic. The second topic I have to talk about is the stalking. Uh, There's a person that said there's no cute way to stalk someone and it's not a compliment. I stand behind that. I don't like that. Um, I look like everybody else um, at people that I used to date that I like, um, but I don't stalk them. I kind of look to see and go, I root for them. You know, that must be me. Like I check on them every now and then and go, I really kind of miss that person. Let me see how they're doing and just look at what they're doing and go, oh my gosh, they're doing so great. I'm so proud of them. Now I want them to carry on with their life. It doesn't mean I want them. I mean, yeah, you get nostalgia, the memories, the the times you did something cool, but you also remember the times that were bad and why you separated and why you have to keep the distance. I'm not desperate. So you have to remember that. And then t- the, this is the one that I am shocked about. It's the lower vibrational mindsets of fighting physically. Those people that says, I'm just going to fight, use physical force. That means your mind is not patient enough to come up with another way to handle that without causing damage to someone else. That doesn't make you better than the person that's causing the harm. So mental warfare is what's going on right now. If you can't tell the gaslighting, the narcissist, the psychopath, the sociopaths, all of them out there already doing all that stuff. So why are you going out your way to uh, just hit them or punch them? It humbles you for a little bit, but that person's personality sticks around forever until they decide to change. And it might take a lot or it may ne- they may never change. We never know. So this is that. And then the thought of you don't have the right to protect yourself. Some of these people got out of very bad situations by having the right tools to protect themselves. I'm sorry. I got kids. I would be an idiot to walk around with completely nothing. And I got a temper like everybody else. You hit me. I go, I'm going to feel like I'm going to retaliate. So that's that. I mean, it's just common sense for me. That doesn't need some soundboard, somebody going, oh, I'm feeling offended. Let's go and prosecute. You do that. It shows cowardness. Because why? If you are big enough to pick the fight and someone is willing to take on the fight, you're going to just fight dirty. People say there's no such thing as fighting fair. I think that's true, especially street fighting. So if that's the case then by all means. But if you got someone that don't want it and you're kind of dragging them into that, uh, why? And what made you think that was okay? And then saying, throwing out words, like calling that person names and goading them to come after you. Like it's attention seeking that most people see as mommy and daddy issues. Like, You really got some serious childhood problems there. Like you really need to focus on why your mom and dad didn't give you those tools enough to handle your own or self-govern your own emotions to not bully other people or force yourself into their lane. 
that type of behavior is shocking when I see it. And I've seen this with mostly women. Men do it too. Don't get me wrong. I have met some really girly girl men that really tapped into their feminine side. That really is female based more than their masculine side. And they tend to want to fight with physical really quickly. And that's sad because mentally you can destroy someone more harmfully than you can with your hands. Yes, it hurts to get hit physically. Yes, it do. And it's a lasting impression. But mentally, as long as you're on this planet walking around, you're not going to forget it. Your your mind is going to skip and, and do all types of flips off of what was told to you mentally. So that is another thing. Why would you take the time to do any of these things though? Physically hitting, mental warfare, all of this is pointless because you're supposed to stay in your lane. All of that to me is just wrong across the board. Like if I have to take myself to go out of what I'm doing into someone else's home, their house. I got to violate their privacy. I got to like regulate them. There is something wrong with that. How are you not seeing that? And if that right there do not show you the blueprint of someone else's intentions, I don't know what will at that point. For instance, my um, machine has a root key in it or root kit that's attached and you know who can put these in there there's no random people just putting bugs in your stuff so you can't share documents or they keep your documents or they try to rip them off or they try to take them off because they're setting you up for something they're trying to set the stage for something and what something is that exactly a part of mental warfare why would someone wants to do that why why would someone that is just living in what they feel is their purpose. Come along to mock it. Come along to take it down. Come along to set that person up. To frame them. To do all of these tactics. For what? What would be the end game? Can you think in your mind. Why would someone take that time to do all those things. Even to make the person look like that their mind is skipping. What is the benefit you have to take someone that has a good mind? Like, let's say it was Tesla or someone like him. And they were like, he's crazy, which I heard he was labeled. But why? Look what what's the end results. Most of everyone even have the advantage to utilize this on the computer and the viruses if it wasn't for Tesla. And that's why I tell you, you have to be of some form of true darkness to think that it's okay to show these type of intentions and then put it on someone else. Make them ride that wave you created. It's not a wave that will take them where they feel good. It's one to make them crash, to hurt themselves. I don't get how people think. How you can even try to set someone up. You get into a public occupancy in the freaking government and the one thing you think about is corruption or how you can be turned or how you can be bought. I don't get that. I just don't. 
I, I can't. How can you not turn it down? I, I don't care about impressing others. I just don't. Because others always will let you down because there will always be someone that's always complaining. Someone is always in a stage of life, of their life, to complain, to find something negative. So why are you trying to please them? Now, when it comes to just being as blunt like I can be, sometimes I ask people around me, am I too, you know, blunt? Am I too direct? Because I don't want to come off rude either. I would love to respect others. If they're respecting me and I want to respect them back, you know, that's not, at least for me, seeking approval. But if it is, I'd rather have that. So the other one, the other topic that I have to bring up is the craziness we call contracts. You form a contract and you got to the point where the ignorance is so overwhelming in this world. You have the audacity to tell another being that they can't cancel, revise, edit a contract without permission. Okay, if it's not for security reasons and it's just a dictatorship, what happened to, like, who skipped all of the middle part of who elected, who gave the authority, who is the person. And you can say you have the authority all you want to you blue in the face. You can stand there with whatever robe, whatever suit, whatever garment you put on and face the person and say, I have the authority over. No, it doesn't mean you do. Everyone should be independent because that's how the law started. Everyone should have the right to self-govern and to prove it. And everyone should have the right to not be molested or to be tampered with or corrupted in that journey. So if you're tampering with someone and you're messing with their self-government and yet you have the power to turn around and say you have that authority. In your mind is not delusional, but theirs is. Make it make sense to me. How is it that you can call a person delusional because they're quoting their own personal authority, but yet you claim an authority of the people that are not even standing there behind you? Is it a whisper in your head? Is it what you dreamed of last night? Did you write it on a piece of paper and then you gave yourself that power? But the truth of the matter is because everything is tampered with, because nothing is without corruption, there is no true authority because all authorities can be challenged now. And because of that, no one has a true authority. Why? Because you don't have the actual words, verbal, physical testament of those people. And those people seem to be saying no when you say yes. So that's for the people. Now, let's get on another thing. Let's talk about this uh, whole group thing. I had some people that came to me trying to fool me about information that they should just already have. Waiting for me to mess up. Waiting for me to do something that they can pick up and remove is the best word I could come up with just to remove. Why? Why? 
When you become yourself and you're living in your own power and you believe in what you believe in, if it's not hurting anybody and it's giving them the guidance to move forward, it's the hope that sometimes they need, where and why, again, do that authority spring or sprout from that gives you that mindset to say it's good for me, but not good for them. I have the authority, but they don't. When the physical people give it to them, the physical. I'm not talking about what you are passing down on paperwork that could be corrupted, faked, or false. I'm talking about the actual people standing there because that's where it all started and how it all mattered was the physical form standing there in testament, in support of whatever has been stated and signed. As in wet ink signature. So again, where is your authority? So when you come to these people and you try to ruin a group by sitting there taking notes, secretly recording, thinking no one understand that. Thinking no one can pick up on it. No one can sense your your insincerity, your goals to cause chaos, the gossip. It only hurts you. I promise that. The way I found out how everything seems to work at the most basic level, my mind can comprehend whatever you put out comes right back to you. I don't care what you think. I seen it for myself. I spent this many years researching, developing, and watching all of this situation with my own eyes, physically, spiritually, everything I can see, I can only use as an experience for myself. And then pass that information down to my children, my offspring, and give them their own voice. Do not influence their voice, but let them be of themselves in their truest form. So when I see that people sit back and watch you to just see what you're going to do and then move accordingly like a time, like chess pieces, you're just a pawn of some people. It's so weird. It are so many more better things to come up with to do. The creative ideas I have seen on some people is just mouth dropping to be succumbing to this stuff, to filter, to cover up. Why? If we find out the truth, what is the worst that could happen? A person is labeled as a stark maniac, crazy person. That's saying things they shouldn't be saying. Isn't that how it worked all these years? Oh, that person just magically came up missing. Oh, there's a clone to replace this person. Whatever they're saying. I'm I'm duplicating what's in the news these days. Nothing new. It's not like anything I'm saying is anybody's going to be like, no way. I'm shocked to hear it. No one's going to be shocked. Because this is what is being talked about these days. I don't remember talking about this in the 80s. 
I don't remember talking about this this much in the 90s, the early 90s. But as they say, a revelation is happening. You got to draw your own conclusions because your world, your perception will be completely different from each and every person. What you take in, what experiences you have, what events you go through, they will never match another person. So judging someone else and causing them and interfering in their life, putting out, as I say, some people are doing witchcraft, which is energy work on other people. Why? What is the point? Okay, beneficial. Some people call it good, but some people see it as bad. Messing with anyone's anything without permission should be a no-no. I don't care if it's physical, spiritual, mental, financial, off limits. For me, all that's off limits. That's a no and a heck no with a, a no way consent. And if I do any errors as I'm announcing now here, I want the chance to recreate what I've done to make up for my errors. I don't know if they say don't call them mistakes, call them errors, you know, but whatever you call them. Everyone should have that chance. There is no ringleader out here. They want you to believe it because of the self-governing. What is the harm of self-governing? If you're doing it right, if you're relaxing, if you're cool, if you're a good person, you have the right intentions. What's wrong with it? Why do one person have to spot that person and start bullying them? And that's what I just went through. I just went through bullying tactics of somebody that has too much money, too much time, too much imagination, too much obsession, because that is some serious obsession to focus on one person and not move on. And you could just move on, but you're not. And you got to ask yourself why, because that person's minding their own business. They're staying in their own lane. And as I said in multiple podcasts, staying in your lane is more beneficial to you than you think. I do not accept anyone's manipulation and deceit, mind tactics. I'd rather someone just come up and talk to me and just tell me. I'd rather get the shock value. I'm probably the person that will go later, well, that I shouldn't have said shock value. But as long as I'm living and I can record it, I'm a researcher at heart. I want to see everything. Yeah, I'm quite sure some very bad things are out there that I don't want to see. I can admit that now. I don't want to see the really horrible things, the things that'll make me throw up or cry or traumatize me. But I do I do want to see the things that can benefit the world and the people and how to change things if they're done wrong. I'm hoping everyone has good intentions, but I'm quite sure they don't. So those are a few of the topics that I'm talking about coming back. I am so happy to be back. And I missed you guys. And thank you for the questions too. I'll get on those later. I'm Kiki. Thank you for listening.